welcome to another trip down the Bourbon Road with your hosts, Jim and Mike. So grab a glass of your favorite bourbon and kick back. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Shannon. And I'm Mike Hyatt. And this is the Bourbon Road. And today, Mike, we actually are on the road, aren't we? Yeah, the show's got to go on. That's right. But we're on the road. We're coming to visit some distilleries. Uh, we did a little day drinking today. We had some mimosas, some Bloody Marys, some great breakfast, right, in Owensboro, Kentucky at the famous bistro. Yeah. A brunch. A great place to go. Oh, man. Bottom mimosas, bottomless Bloody Marys. And you can switch back and forth if you want to. Yeah. So we're actually sitting in the lobby. Yeah, so you're going to hear some people walking past us and stuff, but like I said, the show's kind of got to go on. Me and you, we got busy lives, regular jobs, regular farms. We've got a lot of stuff going on. It's supposed to snow tomorrow, right? Dallas Cowboys are playing tomorrow in the playoffs. Hopefully, by the everybody hears this, the Cowboys have won. Well, we certainly hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I'm praying. I'm praying. Um, But... You know, we were talking about, uh, we got a lot of time to talk because when we're on a road like this, we have a lot of diff- different conversations and stuff. I mean, you were talking about four of the most affordable rides. And what, what are the top four affordable rides out there? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to narrow it down exactly. I think we had to choose four. But I, I'm, I'm not so sure that this had to be the four. There could have been a couple others in the mix. There's most certainly is. You know, there's some that they're not going to be on show today, like, Wild Turkey 101 rye. Um, but that's just because we had it on recently. Yeah. Jack Daniels uh, has a rye whiskey. Um, Jim Beam has a rye whiskey. Everybody has one today. And our definition of affordable is under $30. Yeah. We we kind of looked at it and said, okay, here's what we want. And uh, we went with these four for our reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, our top four rye whiskeys under $30. Um, are going to be Redemption Rye. We're going to drink some of that. Uh, we got Old Forester Rye. The 100 Proof. 100 Proofer. We got Rittenhouse Rye, which is a bottled in bond, 100 uh-huh. Proof, right? We kind of save these two bottled bonds for last. And then the Old Overholt Bottled in Bond. Right. Uh, 100 Proof. Now, Rittenhouse and Old Overholt, these are found a little bit lower on the shelves, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about them. I'm excited to work our way through this. We're starting with... Uh, Redemption ride today. Yeah. So a lot of people do know Redemption. They've had Redemption whiskey before. You just don't know it. It's a 95.5 mash bill. It's 95% rye, 5% malted barley. This is out of MGP, selected from them. Um, kind of neat, though. I like it. You know, Redemption's website, if you check them out, redemptionwhiskey.com, their website really takes you through about rye. Um, before Prohibition, rye whiskey is America's number one spirit. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but I knew that it was kind of one of the original spirits from like George Washington made rye yeah, whiskey. Yeah, right? we had his whiskey on, and it, it, it makes sense to me. You know, America did start on the East Coast and worked his way, and and back then, rye whiskey was. And the the more I think about it, the more places, not just George Washington, but uh, we actually got to go to, or I did. Uh, you didn't get to go with me. It was up to Wiggle in Pennsylvania, and uh, I think it was Weigel was his name, and George Washington was the one that uh, kind of, Quelled the risky rebellion. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of neat. So nearly 
lost for 100 years, uh, you know, Redemption kind of brought back rye whiskey for everybody. And you kind of think about it, all these brands that are coming out with it and stuff. This this was one of the original ones. And from a great distillery, right? MGP. Sure. In Lawrenceburg, yeah, Indiana. Nothing, and, and everybody knows the fame of the 95.5 out of MGP. Yeah, there's it's no a, doubt about it. It's a great rye. A lot of people, and it's different than a Kentucky rye. You know, what makes a rye whiskey, though? We, we were talking about that to our wives and... We had a long conversation last night at dinner just about that, about the breakdown of whiskeys and stuff. And it kind of opened our eyes a little bit about that, you know, saying we need to talk more about it. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's important. A lot of our listeners understand the difference between uh, a bourbon and a whiskey, right? We all know the old saying, uh, every bourbon is a whiskey, but not every whiskey is a bourbon. Sure. Yeah. And rise, you could say the same thing. Every rye is a whiskey, but not every whiskey is a rye. Yeah. So rye and bourbons are two different flavors of whiskey, two different uh, mash bills, so to speak. We all know that bourbons are made from 51% corn, and rye must have 51% rye grain in them. Yeah. It's kind of that same makeup of bourbon, just with just rye. And then the secondary would be mostly corn, usually. In this case, there's not really a secondary grain malted barley is the secondary grain and that's used primarily not so much for flavoring but for enzymes those sugars right it breaks up those sugars out of the carbohydrates yeah, yeah. um and it's a very is actually a very hard uh whiskey to make because it's so sticky yeah um we just talked to a master distiller and he was talking about that of how about how sticky it is he said it's almost like super glue sometimes I see your nose in it, Jim. Uh, and we're not reviewing these whiskeys. We're just talking about rye whiskey and the history of it. And these four whiskeys that you can pick up for under $30 um, at almost any whiskey store or any liquor store, right? Absolutely. Well, let's taste the Redemption whiskey, and then we'll talk a little bit about how rye whiskeys are used. All right. Cheers. Cheers. This definitely has that nose of... Uh, a nice rye, right? It does. It does. It has that sort of um, minty, peppery, little bit of uh, like a pine forest. Like a pine forest. I like it. Well, say, cheers, Jim. Let's cheers. cheers. Mm, nice sweetness. Sweetness, peppery, that peppery cinnamon. We always talk about that cinnamon. Me and you love that taste so much. And that's one of the things I really like about the uh, the ninety five fives is they get a little bit of that uh, that immediate spice, but then you get that sort of candy sweetness underneath. I, I really like that. And uh, well, for a rye you pay twenty seven dollars for. Yeah, you can't beat it, right? And this is just a ninety two proofer. Uh, the other three we have is a hundred proof. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but this drinks like a hundred proof. I would say. Yeah, it's it's got a bit of sizzle. Well, you, you, this is right up your alley, right? Yeah. So what makes rye such an important spirit? Well, I'd say farmers like to make rye, especially in the northern climates. You get above that, what would be called the Mason-Dixon line, Maryland. Uh, you cut over to Pennsylvania, go over to Ohio. You keep going. Um, ryes are easily grown up there in that rocky soil. Um, but... The thing we like about rye so much is it's great in a cocktail. Really good in a cocktail. And that's because the spicy flavors of a rye whiskey shine through, right? They 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 punch through those mixers that you're making the cocktail from. And they sh they, they let the, 
whiskey actually show up. Yeah, I mean, this right here, you like to make that old-fashioned, mm -hmm. right? And a lot of people in Kentucky will make old-fashioned with a bourbon. Um, but truthfully, it probably needs to be made with a rye whiskey. Some of the better old-fashions are made with rye whiskeys, absolutely. And you actually like to use our sponsor, Seldom Seen Farms, uh, his bourbon-aged maple syrup in your old-fashioned. I do. Actually, you know, I, I would... I would love to go ahead and try to make one with this redemption. I think it would be really good. Well, let's do it. Heck yeah. yeah. I mean, it, Seldom Seen Farms, if you don't know who we're talking about, he's one of our sponsors. Kevin up there, it is uh, maple season for him, the harvest. Um, he's tapping in those trees. We had a long conversation about that with our wives, too, on the road, um, talking about how um, that sap, it's kind of like a simple syrup that comes out of the tree with a little bitterness, right? A little bit, and it's uh, kind of more watery, right? It's uh, you would never, you would never taste it and think maple syrup, right? Yeah. Until they do what with it? Well, well, first he's got to get it out of the tree, and most people in their minds, what maple syrup harvest looks like is just buckets everywhere. Um, but that's not quite how Kevin does it. Kevin taps into the tree and hooks it to a hose, these blue hoses. And they're all connected. It goes into a big feeder tank. Um, so he, I don't think he can do 20 trees at one time. Uh, feeds into one tank. So he's got these things all out in the forest and stuff. But then they kind of boil it down. and Which means it's a lot of work. You got you to gotta heat this stuff up. You got to boil it down. You got to reduce it down to a much smaller quantity than you started with. Well, that's kind of like whiskey, right? Yeah. yeah it, it, it sort of is. Yeah. Yeah. But the nice thing about his is he ages six to nine months in used bourbon barrels, in used rye barrels, um, makes some beautiful, beautiful maple syrup handcrafted by Kevin, um, puts it in distilleries. You can find it on shelves at stores and stuff. Uh, you can go on his website, which is which? Which is seldomseenmaple.com. And they've got... A very easy to use and well laid out store online, and you can you can buy it by the bottle, you can buy it by the case, you can buy it as part of a gift set. Uh, definitely suggest you get online and check it out. I, I love this Redemption Rye. I think it's spicy sweetness. It for a weeded whiskey guy, weeded bourbon guy like myself, um, this is soft enough still for me to drink with that peppery spice that I like. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and pair you could pair this with some great food too, right? Yeah, this would go great with uh, chili. It would go great with uh, Indian food or Chinese. I think by the same token, you know, a little bit of a little bit of cheese, hot pepper jelly. Oh yeah, there you go. A charcuterie tray. Yeah, it would pair great with anything like that. If you're having a cocktail party, you're making an old fashioned Manhattan's, whatever you're making. We recently did a breakfast brunch or. Jeff the Ben Farm, and I don't think this is good for a uh, breakfast cocktail at all. Uh, probably not. You know, we we did have a, a rye that we were using in some of our when we were doing our biscuit challenge. Yeah, remember that? And uh, and I think that probably the drinks made with the old granddad were a little bit better than those made with the rye whiskey. Is that why our wives' cocktails were better than ours? Uh, I think so. They cheated on us. Uh, they did. <laughs> Well, heck, Jim, I think that's a great, great whiskey to start with. Um, so we got the Old Forester Rye, 100 proof. Um, you know the mash bill on this one? Yes, yeah, it's 65% rye, 20% malted barley, and 15% corn. It's based off a of Normandy rye, which was from the 1940s. Brown Foreman bought it. So this is a kind of a high malt rye. 
only 15% corn. So we can't call this one a Kentucky rye, right? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be hard. I mean, it's got really. a little corn in yeah, it. But, yeah. But 65 rye, 20% malted barley. There's a lot of malt in this. Well, that's, that's this is our kind of hometown rye too, right? It is. And, you know, our good friend Jackie Zykin, uh, her and Chris Morris kind of designed this one together. And what they were going for uh, is a good 100 proof well rye. You know, something that the bars can pull right from the well and make cocktails from. Great price on this. Uh, you can't go wrong with it. It's got that. It's a little fatter, to me, bottle than uh, regular Old Forester stuff. But uh, And it's got a screw top on it. It does have a screw top. I think we're I think we're at about $20 to $22 here. Yeah. Something like that. that. That's a pretty damn good price. A really good price. And uh, it's a quality rye, but I'm ready to taste it. It's Let's been, do it. It's been a minute since it's I had it. It's been a minute? Yeah. Mm, yeah, so brown sugar, a little bit of uh, pie spices in there. Yeah, but you could you can get that you get that rye in there. You get that little bit of uh, a bit of mint and zest coming from the back on it. I got a little bit of black pepper. It tickled my nose hairs a little bit. Yeah, um, but I, I like that that zest. Maybe a a real a good orange. You ever had an orange peel and it gets in? In your face a little bit, oh, yeah. tickles your nose. Yeah. Well, heck, let's cheers, Jim. Cheers. Now these whiskeys were sitting out in your truck, they and they're are. a little chilled. <laughs> they're a little chilled. So I have to be honest in saying that when when whiskey's cold like this, the nose is a little harder to discern. Right. That's definitely true. I think a little harder. So they're a lot better uh, when you have them at room temperature if you're going to be nosing them. If you're going to nose it, I think, like, if we're just sitting back drinking like we are right now down the lobby while our wives are taking naps. Um, so we got kicked out of the room. We did. <laughs> <laughs> they said, we're taking naps. Why don't you guys go drink some whiskey? Um, I think it, it's good like this. I like it chilled down like that. You don't have to add ice to it, right? Right. Um, it's still really great and stuff. Um, everybody's probably wondering, why did you – What'd you guys get on the road? Where are you at? Stuff. We're actually in Owensboro, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, we recorded a couple episodes down here, but you know, we're on another bourbon road trip we took down to Franklin, Tennessee. And we, me and you and Mel and Viv, we went into a uh, little, it was a house uh, and watched some bands play. And this guy bumped into me and spilt beer all over me. And um, what did his wife say? She was like, Why did you pick the biggest man in this bar? To bump into and spill beer on. Why? And he's he's not a little little guy, but he is. He's, I'd say five 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 six. Um, I'm six three, and uh, he spills beer on and he was like, "Hey, I'm awful sorry." And I was like, "I'm good, man. I'm I'm all good. No big deal." And it was, it was really tight in there. Yeah, it, it was an old house converted into a a bar, and I, he bought me a beer, and uh, I bought him a beer, and we started talking. You know that. You know how I am. Never met a stranger. And right. Never will, I don't think. So we started talking, and it turned out he is the piano player and harmonica player for the 90s band, country band, Lone Star. Yeah. Big, big band from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mega band, right? And they're still on the road playing today and stuff. Uh, some great songs. Um, amazed. Walking to Memphis. Is- Walking to Memphis, Amazed, uh, Mr. Mom. Yeah, great stuff. Great songs out there, right? So um, he reached out to us, and even then he said, hey, you know, we're going to be up in Kentucky. Why don't you guys come see me play? And uh, we're like, why not? Let's do it. 
and he offered tickets and stuff. He said, your tickets will be at will call. Um, so tonight our wives are getting to go to see Lone Star with us. Uh, and it's pretty cool for my wife because in the nineties she had, she had the Lone Star CD on, on constant repeat. Constant repeat. Yeah, she she loved it because every time the Amaze song would come on, her little boy would come running across the room and want to dance with her. So it yeah. brings back good memories for her. So I guess lesson to everybody out there is, you know, don't get in a hurry in life and um, somebody bumps and spills beer on you, you know, you can turn it into a good situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so we'll enjoy that concert tonight and we're getting primed for it now. We are. We, we're going to drink this whiskey. We're going to go to Old Hickory tonight and eat some barbecue. Yeah. And now you've been talking about this Old Hickory. I, I keep hearing you talking about two different barbecue joints here in town and how you don't go to one, but you go to the other. What, what's the deal with that? Well, you know, we here's another conversation we had was about... Um, we talked just about buffets and stuff. And I'm not a big, I'm a big dude, right? Everybody probably thinks I eat a lot. I can't eat. I put it away, but I don't like buffets. I, you know, and it, that was before COVID. I just, I just don't do buffets. I, I'm not big on it. And Moonlight is a buffet style barbecue joint. You go in there and they got it in hot plates and stuff. And um, that's all right. This ain't my first road trip to Owensboro, Kentucky. I know most people say, why you go to Owensboro, Kentucky? Well, there's a Coast Guard cutter here, the Coast Guard cutter Osage, uh, River Tender. They put the buoys in the river. They uh, maintain that buoy line for the barges to go up and stuff. So back when I was on active duty, I'd come down here for them and visit them and stuff. Um, but now, you know, we come down here for whiskey. Yeah. Uh, and this is going to be a booming whiskey town. I think this is going to be a huge whiskey town. So, so there's two really big distilleries here, right? Yeah. Now. Oh, monster. I mean, one is a monster, and the other one is getting to be really big. So we got Green River Distillery, and you'll hear about them. You want to listen in February, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. Don't miss that episode. February 10th is when it's going to come out. It's a special episode. Um, make sure you listen to that. Um, we got a couple of nice episodes before that, too, reviews of whiskeys that we've picked up on this road trip and stuff. Um, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to eat some barbecue and then old hickories. We're going to go, like I said, it's either by the slice. It's by the, uh, sandwich. If you want to get a sandwich and stuff. By ribs by the bone. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So Owensboro is quickly, I don't know how you would say it. Revitalizing their whiskey scene here. Right. Uh, green river distillery, uh, fourth largest distillery in the United States monster. Yeah. Monster, 95,000 barrels, I think, is what they're doing a year here. And then you got the Sazerac Glenmore Distillery. And we know some of those brands, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of these are the, the lesser brands, right? Yeah. The bottom shelfers. Yeah. But but honestly, they're probably the biggest sellers. Yeah. Affordable. Yeah. Affordable what people could uh, people could buy, what people could drink and stuff. Uh, so... You know, this is a town to come to. And there's distilleries, little bitty distilleries here and there and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you you want to make sure you check those out stuff. You're going to hear about one of those on our review. You got a, a dusty uh, barn distillery over near Evansville, Indiana. Um, but we'll be doing a review on one of their whiskeys. You want to make sure you check that out. Yeah. Back to this old Forester, Jim. Yeah. So like I said on the nose, you know, it's got that zest to it. It's got a little bit of... Uh, sort of pie spice and that sweetness but on the palate um it gives you a little bit of like a cocoa 
little cocoa, a little bit of uh, kind of a nutty. Uh, and, you know, another thing you get with it is just that, like you do with a lot of the the brown foreman whiskeys, is you get a little bit of that banana. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you on that. Well, two great rye whiskeys to start with. Um, I know some people are shaking their heads and saying, but it's me and you. It's us. Yeah. This is how we do it. This is how we roll. Uh, Jim, a great two whiskeys to start the podcast uh, episode out with. Uh, two affordable ryes that you could pick up under $30. Great for cocktails. Yeah. I think it's great. You're going to find them on the bars. You're going to find them uh, across the country. These are very available, very affordable, very much you know the choice of bartenders across the country. Yeah, don't turn us off, listeners. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have Rittenhouse and Old Overholt, um, two just smashing whiskeys from the bottom shelf. Yeah, man. We'll be right back. Man, Jim, you know what I've been enjoying on my pancakes, my waffles, my chicken and waffles lately? Something sweet. Something sweet from our friends up at Seldom Seen Farms in Ohio. We got some bourbon-aged maple syrup. Yeah, and, and Mike, while you're eating them pancakes, I'm having a good cocktail. <laughs> I'm going to have a good old-fashioned. I love it. You only need a half an ounce of that maple syrup. A half an ounce and two ounces of bourbon. A splash of bitters, and you've got an old-fashioned that will blow your mind. So good. Well, with my pancakes, I like my cold brew. Big Chief's cold brew. Put a little bourbon in there, a little bit of that maple syrup, some cold brew, some cream. That's it. That's it, Jim. Like you said, a half an ounce of that bourbon-aged maple syrup, six to nine months on a bourbon barrel. You can't get no better than that. That's farm life. Kevin up there is doing it right. He's working for his money. If you want to go check them out, where can they see them at, Jim? You can get them at seldomseenmaple.com. Great website, great products. Buy them by the single, buy them by the case, buy them in the gift set, get you some. You're going to support a farmer. You're going to support a family. Uh, check out that website, like Jim said. Uh, you'll see that they are a true farm operation, uh, a post and beam barn. They're, I guess, I don't even know what you'd call that. Not a steel house. Like it's maple house. Uh, well, I don't know. They're, maple bar. They're boiling it down in there. There's something. They're cooking in there. Bull cookhouse. Yeah, cookhouse. Cookhouse. Maple maple cookhouse. Fans, check them out today. We'd appreciate it. All right, listeners, we are back, and this is our affordable rye whiskeys episode. In the first half, we had uh, Redemption Rye, and we had Old Forester's Hunter Proof Bonded Rye. Both great whiskeys, Mike. I think both uh, stand on their own as good rise yeah. and affordable rise. And that's what we're talking about tonight, affordable rise. And what's next on the list? Well, it's got a bad name lately, Jim. Um, Rittenhouse, it comes out of Heaven Hill Distillery, real, real old brand. Bottled and Bond, 100 proof. You know, that a lot of people, that's something on their label that they want to put, right? Is that Bottled and Bond, 100 proof out of Heaven Hill, super respectable Distillery, right? They've got like 17 bottled bonds or something, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people love this this bourbon lately, though, uh, because of some news and somebody else with the same name or, you know, almost the same name put some bad light on it. And they didn't want to be associated with that. No controversy there. They don't want it. Um, but that shouldn't de- 
diminish the whiskey in the bottle. Yeah. Right. Um, and those people that were using that to tie it to it were wrong, I think, anyways. But we're about the whiskey. Um, and what's the price of a bottle of Rittenhouse, right? I want to say this right here, this bottle of bond was $25 at total wine. Um, I, I don't mind paying that for it. Um, I think that's a good price for a cocktail whiskey. Um, some people might beat me and you up on that and stuff and say, well, you're not good to your friends if you're not putting the very best out. Yeah, I mean, it's really about the application of the whiskey. And in the case of cocktails, I think you're going to choose a whiskey that you feel will match best with it. Who cares what the price is? Yeah, I mean, when it's you're talking about cocktails, this is like the perfect thing uh, to make a cocktail with right here. And Heaven Hill does a really good job at making these bottles and bonds. Um, they only got an agent for four years. Right. Right? Um, and Rye's aged a little faster. So a four-year-old Rye is well-aged. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no doubt. Well, heck, let's let's nose this. Let's up check there. it out. Man, that's sweet, right? Yeah, it is. Now, what's the mash bill on this one? Fifty-one percent rye, thirty-seven percent corn, and twelve percent malted barley. So this is a Kentucky rye. This is what they call a barely legal rye, right? I mean, it just makes it in with that fifty-one percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, twenty-five dollars. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with it and stuff. Well, let's check her out. Yep. I get the spice in the nose for sure. Yeah, it's got that corn sweetness on it a little bit. Do you get any dried bananas on this? You ever had dried bananas? Yeah, dried bananas, like those uh, banana chips. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Go ahead. Cheers, Jim. Cheers. Little bit different. Way different. Yeah, right? very much so. Yeah, so this is kind of a... Uh, a sweeter, uh, a little bit more, uh, not so much candy as the first rise of redemption, a little bit more just corn sweetness, a little bit of uh, spice. I want to say like just a hint of chocolate, but not too much. That malted barley to me uh, does something totally different with this whiskey. You know, 12% is, that's a pretty high malted barley content yeah. in a whiskey anyways. Uh, most people would just use that 5 or 6%. Um, where this being 12, some people might get a, they would call it funky or dusty taste to this. Um, and they're not used to it. I mean, you've talked about that before. Know your mash bills. Know what's in that whiskey. Um, a couple of distilleries that have like malted rye will be off-putting to people because they haven't had it before. Sure. So you really got to educate yourself on whiskeys and not just say, I don't like that whiskey because it tastes different. It tastes different because it's got a what? Um, different mash bill does have a different mash bill and you know what i have to say that heaven hill uh has just a little bit of experience in making whiskey and they know how to craft a good one and and in the case of rittenhouse rye uh, it's not an overwhelming whiskey it's not something that's going to blow your socks off it's got this earthy spice to it um maybe some spice that would be an indian food to me a little bit an earthy like an earthy truffle maybe um yeah, I can see that, Mike. I think, uh, you know, it, Rittenhouse has always been a rye that I favored. It's always been one that kind of kind of stands out a little bit. It's it's also been one that, you know, it's not um, something overwhelming that's going to blow you away, but it's good, solid rye at a good, solid price. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't taste like all the others. 
You know, it's, it is that Kentucky rye. It is that barely legal rye. It's got that corn sweetness to it. It's got a little bit of, uh, in this case, like you said, a little bit of that earthiness to it. That's nice. I'm picking up a little bit of cocoa uh, on the edge of it. And uh, I, I think it's a wonderful rye. You could actually sip on this or better Mix yet, with a cocktail. have it in a cocktail. Yeah. Exactly. I, right. I like it. Uh, if you're in Kentucky, if you see it on the shelf, don't pass this bottle up because of the price. Uh, you know, if this is your, in your wheelhouse right here, $25, you're not going to beat it and stuff. I really like it. Um, we're on the old overholt. I just want to remind everybody, we are in a hotel lobby. We had a lot of people walking past, people coming over to us and asking us what we're doing because uh, we got headphones on, we got mics on. Um, so we are on the road, so bear with us on the sound. It's not our normal speakers. We got lavalier mics on. so uh, A lot of curious folk around. Yeah. Part of doing a podcast. There's uh, basketball teams here from Lexington. Uh, they'll be playing for the uh, 2A state championship tomorrow, Jim. Pretty pretty cool as a kid to get to do that. And during our break, you were just talking to the father of the 6'11 kid on Lexington Catholic? Yeah. Congratulations to, to the parents to get your kids to, to do that to the, to the uh, state championship of Kentucky 2A. Um, they'll be playing tomorrow at it. Um, hey. Even the kids that lost and stuff, we talked to their coaches and stuff earlier in the hotel, and uh, they're out of Mason County up there by Maysville. And uh, hey, still congratulations to them to even to make it to the uh, tournament. That's a big thing for a kid. Big thing. Well, you know what's even bigger, Mike? Old overhaul. Old overhaul. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're hitting our fourth whiskey of the show here. <laughs> This is Old Overholt. It's also the Old Overholt bottled in Bond whiskey. So this is also 100 proof, four-year-old rye whiskey. Uh, Old Overholt is a very historic brand. Been around a long time. And I have to say that Old Overholt actually, you know, after Prohibition lifted, it became the only, you know, right after the war, after World War II, the nation shifted a little bit more to clear spirits. And the Old Overholt, a little bit tougher of a time, but it managed to to stay on as the only nationally distributed rye whiskey throughout that period of time. Really? Yeah. And you know the Beam Distillery picked it up in the '90s, and uh, now it's their it's part of their old line with uh, uh, old Granddad and Old Overholt. You know. Now this would be a uh, more of a kind of Pennsylvania rye whiskey, right? Yeah, this is uh, this is a Pennsylvania rye, and this is uh, an undisclosed mash bill, so we can't really tell you what the mash bill is on it, but we can we can tell you by tasting it what we think about it. But just to, just to remember, this is a whiskey that originally appeared on the scene in 1810. 1810. That's old whiskey. This is an old brand, been around a long time, been in a lot of hands, right? A lot of companies have owned this. Uh, it's part of Jim Beam now, like I said. And uh, it has a very respected place in the well on many bars. You got to wonder, take that out, Jim. You got to wonder how close is this to Jim Beam's rye whiskey? Yeah, it, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, I think maybe their rye is not a four-year, but maybe it is. You know, it could be. Well, what you're getting with this is $25.99. Yep. Right? Maybe up to $28, depending on where you shop at and stuff. I um, mean, you like to go to smaller stores sometimes, and we'll pay that 10% extra to just to help out that small fellow, right? Um, I mean, you went to a distillery today, and a lot of people give us whiskey, right? Yeah. Um, 
And uh, he, the distiller was like, you know, I'm going to have to charge you guys for the bottle. And we didn't blink an eye. No, we, we're going to pay for it because we understand he wouldn't be asking us if he didn't need it. And we, we knew he needed it uh, looking at the distillery. And um, one of the best uh, whiskey tours we've ever been on. Uh, we were on a timeline because I knew what we had to do, and um, what a, what a, a great tour we had and stuff. Spent a lot of time in there. Drank a little bit of brandy, uh, but yeah, twenty five dollars. Uh, I wouldn't mind paying that all day long for this. Yeah, it's a good whiskey. Well, let's check it out, Mike. Cheers. Cheers. Nice rye nose on it. Minty, floral, everything you're looking for in a rye. Right? Yep, a little sweet. Let's taste it. That's got some spice to it. That's the spice to it. It's almost like uh, this truly is whorehound for me a little bit. Definitely has that cough drop candy flavor to it. Not a lot of menthol, but a little more mint, maybe. That's a nose note that we haven't talked about in a while as whorehound. Listeners, if you're new to us and, and you haven't listened to us before, um, whorehound is a candy. You can get it like Tractor Supply, Tractor Supply Rule King, places like that. Um, it's just that old-fashioned candy. Kind of a medicinal sassafras root yeah. beer candy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, 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 great. Um, I really like this, that spice to it. Um, you know, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah, Old Overhold, like I said, has been on the shelves for a while. There's a lot of Dusties out there available in the secondary market. You know, the vintage market, you can find some Old Overhold from the 40s and 50s. Like I said, it was one of the last rye. It was the only rye that was nationally distributed uh, after the war. And... Uh, it was, you know, it's been able to maintain a successful distribution, except for during Prohibition, since 1810. Yeah. That's that's pretty amazing. Um, this has got a little bit drying effect on it and stuff. I think this would hold up better in a cocktail. Um, I, I, all these will be great in a cocktail and stuff. Uh, and these are four bottles. Like I said, it's just our take on it. Not, we say top four affordable. You know, you go under $30. Um and you got to be careful what you're picking up off the shelf. These are four worth saying, hey, um, you're not going to hurt yourself. And I think my first episode, somebody brought Old Overhoat on the show. I remember it. It was in the mix. It was, that, it was a blind bottle share. Brian Hyatt. And Brian Hyatt brought Old Overholt Bonded. Yeah. And I think it fared pretty well. It did. It fared, fared really well. Um, great, great. Great whiskeys here. You can't go wrong with them. If you're going to make cocktails, I would suggest you don't go with a $50, $100 bottle for cocktails. Um, pick up one of these right here. Let's just say it. If you got a $100 bill in your pocket, you can own all four of these. Yeah. If you're so, stocking, them, stocking a shelf, why not, right? I mean, if you've got a bar with a lot of bourbons on it, you just don't have a selection of rice. This show is a good example of four you should go out and get. Now, you really like rice, right? I do. Yeah. And, uh, so I sent you home with a bottle of that Riot uh, Wild Turkey 101 rye. Yeah. Uh, it was actually your bottle. You'd bought it for a, one of our shows and left it at the house. And um, you came back off that show and I said, hey, just take this home with you. And there was still plenty in there. <laughs> and I said, we're, we're talking about the idea for this show. And, yeah. And you're like, oh, Wild Turkey 101. But I only got, you said six ounces. I think I got six ounces. About three inches in the bottle. Three inches in the bottle. So you... You've been making some cocktails. Uh, yeah. Or yeah, just or, drinking it. Or just drinking it. Because I, I, I love to sip on a nice rye. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, we are a, 
bourbon podcast, of course, but um, we love our whiskeys. We love all kinds of whiskeys from across the nation and stuff um, from around the world. Um, we've, we've talked about that plenty of times. Top four affordable rye whiskeys. Look for them. So we got Redemption Rye, Old Forester, Rittenhouse, and Old Overholt. They're all good in their own ways. They're all good in different situations. I was really surprised by the Redemption. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. And that's the only bottle that's totally different out of these two. Uh, the Rittenhouse and the Old Overholt, uh, pretty cheap bottle screw tops. The Old Forester, I'm surprised they haven't put a cork in that thing yet. Well, they're trying to keep it a well bottle. It's a well bottle. They want it's it in the bar making cocktails. Price point, right? Sure. Price point. Sure. Uh, the written Redemption, probably out of these, that would be the top one. It's got a cork in it. Beautiful bottle. If um, I had to choose a winner tonight. That would be the winner? Well, I'm, I'm partial to a 95.5. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. You know I love that 95.5. It gives me that sweetness as a, as a weeder uh, yeah. guy. Um, but. I like all four of them, Jim. Um, great episode. Thanks for sticking with us with the noise, everybody. Um, it's still fun in here to, yeah. to record this episode. Well, we've had during this entire episode, and if you haven't noticed, listeners, there have been a lot of background noises, but there have been a lot of, uh, we've had a gallery in here. <laughs> People wanted to come over and see what the heck we're up to. Yeah. A lot of fun. We, we were even pouring drinks for some of them. Yeah, he, he got to try a... Uh, one of the rise, he tried for some redemption, and you know, me and you always have a bag of whiskey with us. Um, yeah, in my, inside my bag, I had some TX Cast Strength from Texas. Uh, and why do I, why do we have this with us? Why do we carry it with us? I like to fool some people, and uh, he was looking at the bottle. He's like, "That's really, really dark." And he he said, "It's four roses." Yeah, that's high praise. Yeah, it is. Um, but this is TX Cast Strength, and it's a weeded. Weeded bourbon, uh, 127.2 proof. And because he's saying the whole time before we told him what it was and what the proof was, he's like, God, I can't drink those high proof whiskeys. And he's like, Oh, that's really good. Yeah, he had no clue. Yeah. No um, clue. So there's another thing for you listeners. Uh, do buying some for your friends that will say, Hey, I only drink this or I don't like that. I don't like high proofers. It is the great equalizer. It sure is. We've both, both of us been fooled by it before. Plenty of um, times. Plenty, plenty, of, plenty of, times. of times. Well, Mike, where can everybody find us on the internet? Well, you could find us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Um, and we're all over the place. We're just dancing around, dancing around, um, having a good time on the road, having a great trip. But our main place is on Facebook. The Bourbon Roadies get pretty strong in there with some strong numbers. Three things you got to answer to get in there. Are you 21? Do you love bourbon? And do you agree to play nice? Because we don't tolerate any rudeness. If you're drinking from the very bottom of the shelf, Jim, to the very top of the shelf. And me and you cover it all, right? That's right. We do. Um, we you're talking, equally respected. We were we were talking about some high-dollar whiskey tonight. But what we want people to do is go in there and be able to drink their whiskey their way, whether it's from the bottom of the shelf or the top of the shelf. We want you to be able to experience that without any hatred, any rudeness, or anything like that. Absolutely. We do two shows a week. We do a short episode every Monday. We do a craft distillery episode where we highlight a single distillery, a single expression. 
about 15, 20 minutes in length. We just want to let you know uh, what we're drinking and whether or not you should add it to your bar. Every Wednesday, we'll do a longer episode like today's. Most of the time, Mike and I have a guest on. Uh, we'll go through a number of expressions, but sometimes we do a show like today where we're, we've got a topic. Today's topic was four affordable rye whiskeys, and we've gone through four of them for you today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that show. We hope you listen to us every week. Mike, how do, how do they be sure to, well, to not miss out on a single episode? Just go up on that app, hit the check sign, plus sign, subscribe sign. They'll tell you we got a show coming out. Then scroll on down, hit that five-star review. You know what will happen if you don't. I'm going to bring the big bad booty daddy of bourbon over to your house with me. A big old bag of rye whiskeys. We're going to drink all night. It might take two nights to do it. But after we're done... We're going to get that five-star review out of you, I guarantee. No, seriously, those uh, five-star reviews, uh, those write-ups, those comments about us and stuff, those get us into distilleries. That will get us great guests, gets great whiskey in our hands, Jim, like these four rides. Absolutely. Well, we uh, we love to hear what our listeners think about us. Mike just told you how to give us a review. Uh, we'd also like to know if you have an idea for a show. Uh, you can go to our website, thebourbonroad.com. We have a Contact Us page on there. Uh, you can fill out that page and ask us any question you like. We'll be happy to respond. But while you're on our website, we also have our articles we write, our blogs we write for every show. Our reviews are on there. Uh, we, we also have all our episodes. You can listen to them on there as well. So make sure you check that out. You can also reach Mike and I uh, by email. I'm Jim at thebourbonroad.com. He's Mike at thebourbonroad.com. But probably the best way, like we always say, is to hit up our DMs on Instagram. I'm Jay Shannon 63. I'm Big Bourbon Chief. And we'll see you down the Bourbon Road.